The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees and bikinis. And for anything I'm trying to update in my wardrobe, I'm not trying to spend a small fortune. Let me tell you about Quince, because I just found a bikini, top and bottom, $50. High quality, $25 for the top, $25 for the bottom. There is a certain Australian shearling slipper that I've been looking for, and I found it for $50 on Quince. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lexi for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lexi to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lexi. You know the week before your period? I would argue that it's worse than your actual period. I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin. I have crazy cravings. I feel down. I feel like my head's going to explode. And I think I hate myself and everything around me. And I'm on the verge of a menti B and I do not know why. Then I start bleeding and I'm like, ah, got it for sure. Now it's easier than ever to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth is the company that created Hormone Harmony as well as estro control and is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code LEXI, L-E-X-I-E, at checkout. That's happymammoth, H-A-P-P-Y, M-A-M-M-O-T-H.com, and use the code LEXI for 15% off today. Hey everyone, I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast, and we're back with another episode coming to you live from Brooklyn, New York, baby. We're doing the OG setup. I did buy a podcast mic, however, I love the casualness of speaking on the phone because it feels like a phone call, and I love that. And then to muffle the sound, I have my blanket surrounding the phone, so that's that's what's going on. I like it this way. As much as I love high production, the casual value that I can bring if I so choose to, it's kind of my preference at the moment. And I sound like I'm in a very good mood. Ironically, the theme for this week's episode was going to be seeing red. How I've been so angry, so irritable, so short with people, and it's very out of character for me. And I'm dealing with this for the first time in my life. And I wanted to discuss anger as a female. I also wanted to discuss... uh, the social life post-pandemic and like summer 2021 hot girl summer and the, the ups and downs that that brings it's mostly ups but it's just I am in that group of people that does somewhat still enjoy being home I became a bit of a homebody in 2020 uh I wasn't I, I was desperately looking for fun as well but I really began to enjoy spending time at home whereas I never really felt that before and then I also want to talk about boys Oh my goodness. I'm on Do Not Disturb. Stop it. I'm on Do Not Disturb. And my my volume is all the way down, yet I still get notifications. And they ding. So one second. I'm going to try to adjust things and I will come right back. That is a perfect example of how irrational my irritability is. 
the fact that I got notifications that made a sound when they shouldn't has already made me irrationally angry. Also, that I can hear a work vehicle outside making an alarm sound. It's it's on ambulance or a police car. I don't know what it is, but it's making a horrible noise. It's setting me off. I'm embarrassed to admit my behavior as of lately. I've been a bit of a bitch, to, for lack of a better term. I was out with some friends at dinner the other night and I snapped at one of my friends for no reason. I just wanted to. I wanted to pick a fight and I've never been like that. I really am kind of like the low key, just like chill, nice, you know, good vibes. (laughs) Just very, very unproblematic, never really causing a scene. All of these traits I've never possessed before. I've never, I heard my friend talking about something that she was really passionate about and it was like, I don't know, somewhat controversial, not even really. She probably had the majority opinion and I knew that it would piss her off if I gave an opposing opinion and I just did it to make her mad and I don't know why and I got off to it. I was like, oh yeah, that was so satisfying. Like, what? So embarrassing to even admit this. And then another example, I was on the phone today because it's my friend's birthday and I want to get her a Chanel compact and so I was calling the store to see if I could order it for pickup and then just swing by and then I wouldn't have to wait in line. I was just trying to save myself a little bit of time. So I call and I'm on hold for maybe 15 minutes and no one's answering and I'm getting to the point where I'm like, ah, I really could have just gone into the city and gotten it and then it would have been fine. So I wait five more minutes and then eventually someone picks up and he asks if I've been a previous customer and if I have a phone number and an account and I've purchased something there before. So I said, yes, maybe. And then he put me on hold for another 10 minutes And then he finally came back and he's like, nothing's coming up. And I'm over here thinking, well, then I asked, I was like, do I have to have an account? Can I just be a new customer? He's like, no, not to order over the phone. I need to put you in touch with a, you know, fashion advisor, I think is what he said. And I'm over here thinking, sir, I'm ordering a $45 mirror, not like a $4,500 purse. This is very casual. I don't know why I can't just give you my card over the phone. I didn't say any of this, but that's what I was thinking. And he's like, can I put you on hold again? And at this point, I had been on the phone for maybe 37 minutes, maybe, like me knowing exactly how long I was on the phone. And I was like, no, don't worry about it. And I just hung up because at that point I was so angry. But these things, of course, we all deal with these, you know, dealing with um, people setting up cable or the plumber coming, just like mundane things that we have to deal with sometimes you know there's a siren but I don't know I never really want to complain about a siren because someone you know is clearly going through something if there's an ambulance going to get them so really not my job I mean not my place to complain but now you can tell you know no joke really in New York all the street noise I love that you guys love it anyway I know that there's annoying tasks that's part of life it just it just is it's not fun but they've never really bothered me before, you know, to the point where I was, I, I kind of got short with him. I kind of snapped at him a little bit and I would never do that. I really try to always be on the side of the person working in customer service because they have such just the worst job in the company, in my opinion. Like if I had to pick any department to be in at a company, the last one I would pick, I would pick like accounting over customer service. That just sounds so miserable. You just have people calling out of frustration, but he wasn't even, uh, I don't know. So I didn't, I didn't order the mirror and it bothered me for 30 minutes after. And I had to look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, am I really going to let this ruin my day? Am I really going to let this ruin my day? 
but I've been like that all week. Now, <laughs> I guess this is therapy, huh? I was really not planning on talking about this, but why not? Because this has to happen to other people where suddenly you just have a change in, I, I think it has to do with trauma, honestly, uh, but a total change in behavior. When I used to be experiencing negative feelings in the past, it was a lot of nothingness, a lot of numbness, a lot of no zest for life, feeling clouded, things like that. No, no, no. My negative feelings right now are irritability. I'm restless. I'm anxious. I'm angry. And all of these things are new to me because I experience them very rarely. Of course, I'm you know, I'm not an anomaly. I've experienced anger before in my life, but not on such a frequent basis. And let me tell you, it is no fun. It is no fun being annoyed at everything. I called, no, what did I say to her? I think I told her to fuck off. This woman in the park, she was talking to her friend and she was talking so loudly, which once again, it's a public place. She can do whatever she wants. And I like looked at her, I was like, fuck off. And I ran up the stairs because I was like on a bit of a jog. That's so humiliating. This is not like me. This is not like me, I will tell you. And then last weekend, I was out at a party, truly having such a good time. I was dancing. I was really having fun. And then all of a sudden, I looked around the room, and I was like, I hate everyone here. I need to go home. <laughs> and I told my friends, I was like, I'm leaving. They're like, what? You are? How are you going to get home? I was like, I don't know. I'll figure it out. What? So unlike me. It got to the point where I, I've had a psychiatrist. I've had a therapist for years now, but I really hadn't set schedule an appointment or called her. I told her that my mom passed away, but I said I would call when I'm ready. And this week, finally, I called and I was like, I, we need to set up an appointment. And I, I met with her because I'm not, I'm not okay with this behavior. I'm not okay with this behavior. And self-control doesn't seem to be working, especially when I exude these little episodes, like when I have one and it doesn't, it satisfies me, like it scratches an itch and I don't, I'm not here for that. And the diagnosis that she gave me really surprised me because I expected her to say anxiety or just, you know, the general stages of grief. So I was surprised by what she suggested and to my major hesitation i'm going to add a new medication into the mix a very very small dose which i do want to make the point if i am going to be talking about mental health there is nothing wrong with medication i do not think it should be option one i think it should be last resort but i don't think that you should look down upon yourself for being on medication the only times I find frustration in people taking medication is when they haven't made any lifestyle changes. You know, they're not working on their sleep. They're not eating well. They're not exercising. They're not, you know, working on self-improvement whatsoever. They're in a miserable situation. They just want to take a pill to fix it. No, no, no. I don't think that's how it works. Medication is great for someone who's putting in all the work and it's just not enough and you need an extra helper and do not find any shame in it whatsoever. I just personally, my hesitation wasn't sort of, you know, about embarrassment, really. It was more just I didn't want to experience any more side effects because I already feel so off my rocker at the moment that I wasn't trying to add to it. Now, this all being said, simultaneously, this is a half-truth because I also am having a lot of fun right now. I really am. If you see me on social media, like, smiling and posing... It's because I felt like it. I was having a moment of joy. I felt sparkly, you know? I wanted to document it. And 
that's that's true like it's actual joy that I'm experiencing it's not I'm not putting on a face for social media it is so not worth it it is not important enough to pretend to be okay when you're not but also during moments of you not being okay it's also not surprising for you to have good moments within it like you can have a depressive year but have good days in it for example so that's what's been going on so I've also been having a lot of high highs I had really good days this week but then I had really really bad days this week I hate it I hate it so much and because of this I find frustration in the idea that you know all the hype around this summer this is summer post-pandemic and in the last episode someone asked about hot girl summer and like what if they didn't want to participate in it or something along the lines of that and I made the point hot girl summer is about doing exactly what you want it's not about going out it's not about being a hoe if you want to spend all your time inside watching tv relaxing taking naps you know going on walks in the sun not being social if that's what you want do it that's hot girl summer hot girl summer is listening to yourself However, I'm frustrated at what myself wants. I don't like what myself wants. And I've also made it very clear in a lot of these episodes how important listening to your intuition is. And what I'm experiencing for one of the first times in my life is when there's another voice talking to me and it's not my intuition. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it would be called. But another voice giving me directions like... Not in a, not in a, like, actual way. Like, I'm not hearing voices. I think that was pretty clear, but just, you know, really make it clear. But when I was at dinner, you know, the little voice that was like, come on, egg your friend on. Like, just kind of, like, make her mad. Why? Because I was mad? Yeah, I guess so. So I'm living proof of projection. I'm mad, and so suddenly I'm just trying to make other people mad. It's a horrible, horrible cycle. And for me to be in my 20s, I feel like I should be above this behavior right now. I feel like I was more mature as a 21-year-old than I am right now. And I get it. I'm acting out because I'm going through something. But it's really frustrating to know that self-control is not its not working. It's not working right now. And because of that, because I feel like a loose cannon, I feel hesitant going out. Because I have gone out and decided I hate everyone here. And that's not even real. Oh, Claude's calling me right now. I, I'm in the middle of a pod. And also a huge part of socializing normally includes alcohol. And it seems like alcohol, it amplifies a lot of these feelings and these behaviors and it, and it then becomes almost encouragement. And I'm fearful of that. I don't like that. <sighs> so I'm a little frustrated because I feel like my highs are high and my lows are low. And then on top of it, crushes, having a crush, horrible absolutely horrible I when I have no one that I like I'm able to fully focus on myself and my career and I can make strides forward but when I have a crush I am distracting myself talking to them and then I'll distract myself from my work by waiting to hear from them if I'm not hearing from them I'm still not focused and and obviously if I am hearing from them and I'm interacting I'm also not focused and uh, you know Of course, I love the idea of having a little partner, but every time I start to get close with someone, I realize this is not good for me. I don't know how to set boundaries because I get way too excited and 
and um, then it then I get bothered and get uninterested. Much to think about. <sighs> My lord, I'm restless again. I was so calm, cool, and collected for a moment right when I began recording this, and now I'm already feeling aggressive. I feel angry, and I hate this. But this is life. This happens, apparently, because I know that I'm a high-functioning, stable person on top of everything that I'm expressing. I have not let any of these feelings actually get in the way of my life, of my work. It's I'm just uh, putting a magnifying glass onto a lot of these situations, and I want to nip these behaviors in the butt before anything gets worse. So it's not necessarily that I'm being dramatic. It's just that I'm... I'm honing in on a bit of what's happening right now. Oh, my heart is racing. I hate this. My hands go numb. My vision goes blurry. It happens. It happens. Also, I can't sleep. I'm very much trying. I need to take a one to two hour walk every evening just to get restless. I mean, restful enough to fall asleep, just to get a little exhausted. And I've been doing these HIIT workouts that are really also a great way to get anger out. I will tell you, HIIT workouts are not my favorite workouts at all. And for those that don't know, HIIT stands for High Intensity Interval Training. It's H-I-I-T. I feel like a lot of people know that, though. And it's a lot of circuit training. It's a lot of quick, you know, like a set of lunges and then a set of, of bicep curls and then some grapevines or something and then squats over and over and over again, but because I have so much pain, it somehow is a way that I can work through it. Now I'm to the point in my life where I would understand running a marathon. <laughs> I'm like, I have enough issues that I could run for 30 miles. I really could. I went on a walk to the park yesterday in, like, I didn't have my hair up. My hair was down. I didn't have a bra on. I was just in, like, a normal t-shirt, and then I was in, they're not, they're, like, sweat shorts. But they're not really running attire. I was just on a walk. But then I get to the loop at Prospect Park where everyone's running and I take off. And it felt so good. That was something I did back in April. I would just do sprints. Just a lot of sprints. It doesn't it doesn't hurt, but it doesn't fix the problem. It helps a little bit. Ugh, I just hate I hate this right now. I hate my brain right now. It's it's ugh. It's unfamiliar. These experiences that I'm experiencing are new. And I'm almost needing advice on anyone who feels like they're angry a lot because I really existed 20 some odd years of my life as a pretty chill, unbothered person. Very laissez-faire. Now I feel out of control by how obsessed I am with control and I need everything to go my way and I'm impatient. Ugh. Goodness, goodness. I'm, I feel like I'm no fun right now. But then I'll have moments where I'm so much fun. I was honored. The other night I got to a party with my friend and the DJ looked at his friend and he was like, oh my God, the fun girls are here. It was one of those like, fuck yeah moments. That's right. But I certainly don't feel that way all the time. And there's peer pressure. There really is peer pressure because there's things like, birthdays that you it's an obligation it really is or like if you pink you promised your friends that you would go out next weekend or like that you have to rage and you've been talking all week about it 
but sometimes I can't. And I know I have a great excuse in the books. And if this is the first episode you've ever heard, you're probably like, what is she alluding to? Like, my mother just passed away. It's been two months now, and I'm experiencing new things that are quite horrible. But I know that I have the most understandable excuse in the book. But I also know that I have enough to give, or I have something to give. I will say, my cup is very empty. I don't have very much to give. But I'm trying. I really am trying because I don't want to not be a friend to my friends. I want them to still be able to rely on me and lean on me and, you know, come to me with their problems. Just have a little more problems on my plate than I have in a while. You know, I knew things were too good to be true. I was having, I was on such an up. I was on such an up and I had hit a peak right in March, right before this happened. And it's one of those times I remember thinking it can't get any better than this but the hope I have to continue moving forward is that I will hit another peak eventually life is not just one single peak there's it's it's peaks and valleys it's peaks and valleys always so I just have to wait for the next peak and also life is about finding those sweet spots and apparently the sweet spot that I'm in right now is no longer sweet and it's time to look for a new one keep having like brief manic episodes where I'm like I need to get a studio apartment in Manhattan no I need to move to the beach no I need to move to Hawaii not just a beach in America well Hawaii is in America but like off the mainland and I'm like no I need to move to the mountains I need to move to Wyoming I need to move to Colorado I don't know where I need to go but I also love my home here so there's that there's a lot going on I'm telling you guys This was not the intention with the episode. I did want to touch on anger, and I said it at the intro. I want to talk about anger. I want to talk about the expectations of summer 2021, and I want to talk about boys. Um, Now, boys are just... Now I'm over it. I don't want to talk about boys. Let's see if there's any questions that you guys have in regards to boys. And then if not, we'll just go into random questions. I always love your guys' questions. You always ask such great ones. I'm hoping to do more. I don't know what I'm hoping to do more. Let's just see what there is. I ask on Instagram. My Instagram handle is the same as this podcast. It's at Lexi. So find me there. And the first question we're going to answer is from Ashley. And she says, how do you calm nerves before a big event? As much as I'd like to have a remedy, I don't. But I just do it anyway. I go in nervous. And then once the event starts it goes away. It's the same thing where you just are pacing back and forth before a date and you want to quit. You don't want to go. You want to bail. But then once you get to the date, it's actually fine. So just reminding yourself that you're going to do it. But also one of the best ways is to distract yourself. For example, don't just make a plan and for something that you're nervous about and then sit home up until you need to leave. Try to keep yourself busy, even if it's just like going to the grocery store and picking up a couple groceries or you know, like running an errand of this, that, and the other. That would be my advice. Okay, so Mickey Rain asks, when did the cat come into the picture? So we have a little cat here now. Someone joined the fam. Her name is Mazzy, and she's a Devon Rex. And she's lovely. I truly love her. She's not mine, though. She's my roommate's. She does not belong to me. However, I love her. And she came into the picture three weeks ago.
Jenna.Banfield asked, what do you do when your anxiety gets exceptionally bad? So clearly I'm dealing with that at the moment, except for according to my therapist, this is not anxiety, but I do feel feelings of anxiousness and overwhelm. And my best tip that I found that works myself into relaxation is to get in bed, lie down and breathe until I fall asleep. A lot of people are asking about Mazzy. What kind of cat is she? What kind of cat is she? More about Mazzy. When did the gremlin kitten belong to you? Does the gremlin kitten belong to you? No, I already answered all these. She's a Devon Rex and uh, she's not mine. Um, ooh, Al- Alex04 asks, what are your thoughts on spirituality and witchcraft? I'm a believer right? Like, I believe in spirits. I I believe in that there's so much going on around us that we just can't perceive with our five senses. And I mean, a lot of this is science. It's not just, it's not just mumbo jumbo talk. Uh, however, am I in practice of anything? Like, am I a pagan? Do I practice witchcraft? No, but I, I believe in it. Absolutely. Okay, Maya wants to know, movie or TV show, Rex? I have been loving, speaking of witchcraft, (laughs) Sabrina the Teenage Witch on Hulu. It's such a feel-good show. It's so effortless. That calms me down. Every time I have it on, it brings me to center. I feel okay again. For example, I watched the Kardashians finale today, and there's nothing wrong with it, but I just didn't feel that great after watching it. I felt a little bit worse. Um... Also, no, that's really all I've been watching is Sabrina the Teenage Witch. All right, M. Kunk Classic. Classically wants to know my three desert island items. Interesting. Okay. If I, if I could, my first thing I'm thinking about is a hydro flask. That would be pretty wonderful. But we always say in these... <laughs> desert island question like I I want to know are there any resources that I already have or am I coming empty-handed because I would obviously want some survival things like seeds to grow food flint of some sort but let's just choose favorite products I'd want my hydroflask to have cold water I'd want (laughs) I'm so stupid my second idea was a camera but like why literally why um Oh my gosh, a cat and a friend. I don't want a water bottle, a cat and a friend. I want to bring Mazzy with me. Oh, I like this question too. Jackie Burnett asked, what's the best thing you've learned in the last week? That I feel embarrassed to be angry as a woman. It's way more acceptable for a man to have a temper. And no one likes, you know, a temper. I don't think it's anything that anyone feels quite fondly of. But especially as a woman, it feels more humiliating somehow. And and that's something I want to explore a bit more. Life is good. Also asked, city that I would move to if it wasn't New York or LA, I wouldn't move to another city then. Maybe somewhere in Europe, but I would go nature if it wasn't New York or LA. <laughs> Madeline asked, are your nails real? No, 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 no. Definitely not. I get the natural look, but they're certainly not natural. Claire Mahoney asked, best summer drink? 
was drinking Palomas last night, which is really just a tequila grapefruit with club soda. That was pretty nice and fresh. Also, I had this Tito's blended with fresh watermelon and this like bubbly sparkling soda that was really good. But also, espresso martinis. I know they're back and they're trendy and I'm totally here for it. Oh, Lord, guys, I really hope that I'm feeling in a much better mood. Next episode, I'm sure you're listening to it and thinking, okay, it's, like, not that bad. Like, you sound pretty fine. Sure, sure. But like I said, I'm somewhat of, like, a high-functioning human, and I, I have manners. It's inevitable. Even if I'm, well, I was talking about how I'm having a bit of outbreaks, but even if I'm a mess, if you know, someone comes to deliver a package, I put a smile on my face and I say thank you so much, you know, I, I put on, I put on a good face, but it's also, it's not an act, it's just, I don't know, habit, favorite walk at the moment, favorite walk, what does that even mean, like trail, like location, I walk to Park Slope a lot, because I like to walk through Grand Army Plaza, But if you see me, I'm probably going through it. And it would be the one time that, like, (laughs) I might look a little off. Like, I might be walking very, very fast. Or sitting completely disengaged. Like, disassociative. Disassociated. Oh, let's answer a happy question. Maybe this will boost me. Rotom's underscore healthy life asked, which five things... Are your favorite about yourself? What are my five favorite things about myself? I like that I keep trying. Like I want to keep going. I'm I'm ambitious and I'm not going to give up. So that's number one. Number two, I love that I love reading and I've really gotten back into it again in the past like couple years. So that's number two. Number three, I have pretty good skin and I'm not going to take that for granted because I started to experience a bit of a breakout and I haven't really had a breakout in about a year and a half. So I was a little uncomfortable by it. I think it's just the change in the season and my skincare routine wasn't working. So I switched it and now it's, you know, clearing up again. But that aids, that frees me of a lot of distraction because regardless of how shallow it seems when you have a horrible breakout on your face it distracts you for sure so that's number three number four is my discipline kind of overlapping with me not giving up but I've really adapted a good work ethic and I'm proud of that and then number five I like that I'm creative but aren't we all, whatever, there's other people with, like, good skin and good work ethics. I don't know why I'm feeling, you know, like, that one's not good enough. Okay, we've got a lot of questions. There's so many. Because normally I will post on my Instagram story, like, 30 minutes before I start recording. Sometimes even less. This has been up for several hours, so we have so many more choices. Gigi Lene or Gigi Lani asked what's my favorite rom-com Notting Hill easy non-dini underscore asked do you have days where you don't feel as confident with your body and how do you deal with it totally totally um and what I do is I normally 
I, I always feel a little hesitant about giving, well, like, food advice or anything like that because everyone's so different. But I try to just have, like, a really, like, light, nutritious breakfast. And then I try to have vegetables with my lunch and then have a nutritious early dinner and get outside and walk a lot on days where I don't feel as good with my body. Like, I try to really focus on nutrition not calories or anything just nutrition and then a little bit of exercise I don't go crazy like just a walk and normally the next day I feel better because I made good choices for myself all the day before um that's how I personally deal with it and then I move on Dab Dab asked how do you handle dating new people and not losing yourself in all the newness of them I don't know. I am you. I am the same. And I I can't even get a word out because I don't even know which thought I want to speak on first. I'll develop a crush really quickly and it's so fleeting. I don't have advice like because I struggle with it. So what I do, how do I handle it? It's like I avoid it. I really just try to not, not interact because especially after 2020, Oh my god, my friends and I, we're boy crazy. It's it's bad. So I'm trying to chill. I'm trying to like keep the roster as far away as possible, but also at an arm's reach. I feel so mixed. I have so many mixed opinions. Oh, this is interesting. Farah Bameri asked, what do you do when your friend is being a bad friend because they're going through stuff? If they're being a bad friend as in they're neglecting you, just give them space if they're going through it they probably don't have much in their cup to give and let them have their space now if they're acting out if they're snapping on you i would still give them space because when someone's going through something and especially if they're acting out like you do not want to be caught in that fire you you should avoid it but also you know check in for sure uh but if they're taking it out on you let them cool off Okay, there's like a bit of a car alarm going off in the background right now that needs to cool off as well. But I would say give give yourself a little distance from them and and prioritize some other relationships in your life right now. Just make yourself a little busy and they'll come back around. Um, but also if they really do need you, sort of say like, you haven't been the greatest to me. Like I think the best thing I can do for you is give you some tough love and give you some space just to protect me and you know my bliss my peace tessa bandeviers asked any regrets about not going to college right after high school so for those who don't know i graduated high school and then i took three years off before attending school and i think it was the greatest decision for myself for a multitude of reasons a when i was 18 i was experiencing true freedom for the first time and I loved it. And I do not think I could have really focused on my studies in addition to just experiencing the world as an independent person. I don't think I would have been able to do that. Second of all, my interests were all over the place. And I, the things that I was thinking about majoring in didn't make any sense. Also, the type of schools that I was applying to aren't actually what I ended up wanting and coming to New York and going to an art school was such a good decision for me. And then I was old enough because I was 21 when I went to school. And I was old enough to feel like I had gotten those years of independence out 
of me, like that that wild side where I felt like I could balance a work-life schedule and I, I'm so in favor of the gap. I think it makes so much sense. Checkmate asks, has there ever been times when you've seriously considered leaving YouTube social media? Yes, for example, this week, I wanted to vlog, but I was so angry and I have no problem sharing myself on camera. I have posted a lot of, you know, clips where I begin to cry while speaking in my vlogs and I, I'll leave in, you know, part of it just because it's real and it's what I'm going through. However, I've been in a bad mood, so I haven't even wanted to pick up the camera. It's not even... Like, oh, I don't want them to see this. It's like, ugh, I don't even want to do this. Uh, but I really love being my own boss. And social media has done such great things for me. Like, I wouldn't have you guys without this. I mean, thank you so much for being here. And if you've made it this far in the episode, like, this is, it's an honor. It's an honor. Uh, so n- I've considered it, but not in a serious way in the last few years. Nika Baha asked, what are my thoughts on cancel culture and shame? Cancel culture is not even effective, really. There's been very few people who haven't been able to bounce back from cancel culture because we get so nip, um, no, the opposite of nitpicky, like anything, anyone can get canceled for basically anything at this point. And there's people on this planet that really should have lost their careers that haven't, that still have booming careers that we support, and it it hasn't worked. And then other people who are living their life, who made a bit of a mistake, are now dealing with hate from the whole world over something that they probably weren't thinking very much about it, and now they're just getting massively punished. So cancel culture, A, doesn't seem to have the longevity, but like it's, it's really intense and short-lived, so we almost need to change the vocab around it, we're punishing this celebrity, we're putting this celebrity in timeout until they work on their mistakes, but canceling them feels so permanent, and it just, it feels permanent, the term is permanent, but the reality is that it's not, but it's also easy to resort to people-pleasing as a survival mechanism, you're like, well, let me just say nothing contentious, nothing out of the box or controversial in hopes to just stay on everyone's good side. However, what's the point of that, right? If you have a strong opinion and you have, you know, strong convictions, I think it's great to attract a tribe that does similar things, but everyone's moral compass is different. Am I rambling a bit on this? I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense. It's complicated, right? It's complicated because on one hand, I'm like, speak your mind, speak your opinions, but people will take other people's opinions as wrong, but you can't have a wrong or right opinion. You can't, but like it's become that way where opinions are truth and it's not. That's the complete opposite. Opinions and facts are different for a reason. Like by definition, an opinion is just a preference or a belief and like we get to decide our beliefs and we get to decide as an individual what's right and wrong, but we collectively don't agree on it and socially we decide when a majority of people are like "Mm, I feel like that's wrong like then we cancel them I just hope that what I'm saying makes a bit of sense felt a bit wordy oh 
this is the last question we're gonna answer bobby five said are you interested in taking horseback riding lessons i would love that yes i've considered that many times in the past year and a half i took riding lessons as a kid and i try to go visit horses every time i'm every time i'm in virginia and they make me really happy i'm like a sane horse girl you know like mild and i would love that okay i hope you all enjoyed this episode and thank you for staying i plan to improve i plan to bring more concrete precise advice at some point in my life but right now i'm a little broken okay i'm a little broken and i'm this is dire of a gen z like inherently We're answering the real life questions, but exploring our daydreams too. You know, that's the definition of this podcast. I'm, I'm talking about what to do when you're, you're all of a sudden angry over everything, everything, but you're also, you know, interested in taking horseback riding lessons. And I just feel like this in some ways, as much as I feel a bit unhappy, unhappy, as much as I feel unhappy about this episode, it really is an embodiment of the podcast by definition. So thank you so much for listening to the at Lexi podcast and I will see you in the next episode. XOXO, Lexi. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. The most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight. This is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy. It's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us. We don't do interviews. We do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill. We drink. We play games. We have the song of the week. We have the creative curse word of the week. As long as you're having fun as our guest. Speaking of guests, each week I'm going to go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby! Dad deserves double the thanks this year. So this Father's Day, give him the power tool system that has everything for every job. The RYOBI One Plus tool system now on special buy. Over 260 RYOBI tools powered by one interchangeable 18-volt battery. And for a limited time, when you make a qualifying RYOBI purchase, you get one select tool or battery free. Feels like Father's Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid through July 31st, 2022. Valid at participating stores and online. Limit one per transaction. The General Insurance presents Shower Ballads by Shaq. And I'm gonna keep on you, cause it's the only thing I wanna do. Turns out, everyone does sound better in the shower. And it turns out, The General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. I just wanna keep on you. For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with The General. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply.